What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Also, follow us at YA underscore Power of Love. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you later. What's up, young adults? Welcome back to another podcast. I'm here with Courtney. Hi. And we have a special, special guest, somebody who's dear to my heart, dear to the power of Love Church uh, today. And we have Pastor Jesse Gallardo. Woo! <laughs> uh, Pastor, Pastor Jesse. Oh, all right. I'm, I'm excited. I don't know what we're going to talk about yet, but I'm excited anyway. So we kind of uh, ambushed Pastor Jesse after last service, and we said, "Hey, you're gonna you're gonna do a podcast with us, you know." And of course, the awesome man of God he is said, "Sure." Uh, so Pastor Jesse, um, not too many people. Some people may not know who you are. Uh, what tell us about you know kind of your background and you know just just how you came to the Lord or just you know a little biography. Well, when I, <laughs> when I was uh, thirty years old. After I've been in the army and did it, you know, was out there in the world working at Bentham Hospital, uh, you know, I, I was Catholic, but only on name only. I, I, I did go to mass once in a while, but you know, that's about it. And uh, mostly, you know, I used to play a lot of basketball and so drink a lot. That I think that started me in drinking, and then uh, I, I was going through a bad marriage, and I got tired of being sick and tired. And so one day I uh, was invited to go to Lakewood Church, and uh, I went. You know, I've never, I never would have listened to anybody. But what, what got me is the testimony or the or the person that invited me was living a life like she was a holy person, clean. You know, like I've never seen no one that clean before. You know, and so when she uh, she gave me her testimony and. She'd been in drugs. Um, her and her husband were in orgies and things really weird, you know. And I said, "What? That was way over my head." I said, "And no way, you know." Like judging her, I could have said, oh, "Man, that girl, like she's she's godly, right?" And she was at that point, but I never knew that background, you know. So that got me. I wanted to see if if they, if God could change somebody like her. Then I, that's what I needed. So I went to Lakewood Church, and uh, I saw people worshiping God. They had their hands up in the air. I never seen that before, because in the Catholic Church, you don't make a noise. You just kneel there. You sit there. You don't say nothing. So I see people with their arms up in the air. I was looking up at trying to see who they were looking at, because they were looking up. And I said, I don't see no one, you know. But their worship is what got me. You know, I mean, I wanted what they had. I don't know what they had, but I wanted. I heard the man of God teaching. He had said some things that kind of stepped on my toes, right? But he made me mad more than anything else. They kind of made me like um, curious. So I went home that day. Something happened in that service because I felt better, even though I didn't get, I didn't go up to the altar. I just went home, but I felt something was going on. So as soon as I got home, I went into my bedroom and I said, "God, if you're real," and that's what I think. Most people are, are looking for real because we live in a fake world. And no matter what you tell the young, we're talking to young people, they don't believe anything anymore because they don't believe their parents because they don't see the example. Their parents don't show them anything. 
The parents want them to, to be nice, but they're not nice. The parents smoke, they drink, they, they watch junk on television. So the young people are not fools, you know. They get so much information on the Internet, they don't believe. You know, to them, like religion, it's like you're just trying to, you know, program me that way, but it's not real, you know. And that's how I was. I didn't believe, it. I didn't believe people were real until I saw that worship. They were not. So I just said, God, if you're real, that's my question, if you're real. Because I want it real. If God was real, I would serve him. But somebody had to show me that he was real. You know, and, and I never had an example. My stepfather that raised me, you know, used to beat us. And he ab abused my sister. And, you know, I, everything was bad in my life. I didn't see anybody that was real, you know. Didn't trust nobody. So when I said that, if you're real, like those people in that church think you are, because I thought they think it's real. But, you know, the, maybe they're fooled, you know. But if, they, if, if you're real like they think you're real, then change me. At that moment, I hit the ground. I don't know why I hit the ground. Nobody touched me. But I hit the ground crying. I guess it was built up, but I cried like, I don't know. I, I would say a couple hours, but could have been worse. Could have been less. Or, but that, to me, it was a long time. When I got up, I walked out the door, and I had been drinking a lot. I had beer in my refrigerator. I threw it away. I had whiskey bottles on the side, on the sink, I threw them away. And then I made a decision, it's, I, I think that was on a Wednesday, I said, Sunday morning, I'm gonna be in church, you know. And, uh, but before I, before I went, I went to look for John Osteen, because he was a pastor, so I, I, somebody, his address was in the back of one of the books. They don't put addresses anymore, but that time there was an address, and it was on Mustang Trail, like two doors from where I live, right now. And so, I didn't live there, I lived over in a dump, you know. But, but I found it, and I knocked on the door. And I said, and Dodie answered. And I said, I need to talk to the pastor, you know, because I, I went to the church Wednesday, but I need to know more what happened to me after I got home. And and she said, I can't disturb him. I said, what do you mean? He's a pastor, isn't he? I said, no, because he's in deep prayer. That got me. That's real. If anybody can be in deep prayer, then I, that's who I want to see. Because I, I the, the priests at church were not real. They they went to the bazaars, they drank, they smoked. I never thought they were human like me. They didn't nothing special. But when somebody's in deep prayer, that got me. I said, no, well, I'm not leaving. I need to talk to him. So she went and got him from the back of the house. And, I, and when he came, I couldn't hear him say, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. He coming towards me, and I thought, like, oh, my God, there's like a power coming towards me. Like, I thought, like, like a force was coming towards me and I didn't see him when I saw him he was just this five foot eight guy he, you know but he it was like a giant coming to me you know when he he prayed with me and he told me that you know that that you know that there was a devil I didn't know there was a devil you know I mean like what yeah there's a devil and he's he's the one that comes to try to take your soul and all that well when he prayed for me he said if you come to church Sunday morning Sunday night Wednesday night for one year you'll never be the same and I shook on it. Okay, I will. I make, gave my word. And Sunday morning, I was in the front door at 8 o'clock in the morning, ran in and sat on the front row. I never moved. But then I, th I believe what really, you know, we were in a marriage class, you know, we were studying on, on the love languages. And I found out my love language, and I didn't realize that wasn't what it was, you know. Most people think it's touch and all that. But mine was acts of service. And I found out just this year, you know, this few months that it was acts of service. Now I can go back to 1970 and find out why I decided to, to become his armor bearer. Every time I saw him, I wanted to carry his Bible. 
I want to open a car door. I wanted to, his acts of service, I'd run and do it. You know, anything he needed, I went. He, so he got to the point where I became his armor bearer. He would say, uh, Jesse, uh, go get this or go get that or give me some tapes from the bookstore. And, and I would run. And so anything he wanted, he would just, I was sitting there. He would just call me, you know. So that became that became how I started. Wow. So I guess the whole key to this is knowing that you're real. People are looking for real. They're not looking for fake. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. You're welcome. Um, I did have a question just for the young adults. Um, and one of my, my favorite things when I'm listening to, to ministers is when, you know, they share what maybe a scripture or a revelation or something that changed their life. And they, they share that with the people. What is a scripture, a revelation, a message, um, uh, you know, some something that you heard? It. Yeah, like like the first thing you really grabbed a hold of that really accelerated you. That changed your life. Yeah. That changed your life, yeah. Yeah, but the first one, like, you know, Matthew 6.33 was what got me right away. This, that says, seek first the kingdom of heaven and all these things will follow you. Once I started believing, you know, they said, and faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Once the faith started to grow in me, then 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 I knew that that it, that I if my faith grew and I seek Him, that all these things that I've been wanting, like a wife and and a house and and, and a job, would come. So I, that was the first then. And then a, another scripture, you know, that that I quote a lot, you know, is is all things work together for good to those that love God. And then, and and if you can get a hold of that, that doesn't seem right. That doesn't seem real because, like I said, all things. How can all things? So, like you mean, if I lose my arm, how can that be? Uh, you know, by if I lose my leg, I can see. And 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 that scripture, right? You know, all things work together for good. So no matter what happens, if you love God, and the question is, do you love God and do you obey God? Then then it turns for the best. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's, it's anything. You know, you it, later you'll see why. I said, no, no wonder that this wouldn't happen if that wouldn't happen. So, so you're always excited about the word of God, no matter what, because all things are going to work, work together for good to those that love God. You know, and that's that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, another question we had for you was, uh, as a new believer or as a young believer, a young adult. What uh, what's a something that you would is a key to a successful walk with Christ, a successful a, a relationship. A success, a successful walk with Jesus, is 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 to obey the Word of God. You know, you have to obey, and everything that, everything that you that you read and you know, you have to obey it. You know, you get you, and and that if you obey God everything will be will, will, will come out right including giving you know and and uh, you talk about tithing uh, if, if if it's finances you have to it, the hardest thing for any especially a young person to do when they get a job is tithe you know you have to tithe if you tithe you got to believe God and he says if you tithe he'll open the windows of heaven that have one of one of the reasons that when we first started tithing we didn't make a lot of money we tithed like a hundred dollars or ten dollars or two dollars. You know, and it it grew all the way to thousands by obeying God. And in the giving part, if you're a young person, learn how to give and learn how to tithe, because that's going to open a lot of doors. You know, and then faith, like tonight's message was an act of faith. If you just do something by faith, no matter what happens, God will always, 
he, you just you show God you trust him by obeying God, then he will always reward you, always. I, I like the analogy you used this tonight of uh, the weights. The, you can look at it all you want. You can go get a coffee, come back, keep looking at the weights, take a sauna, take a sho- get in the sauna, take a shower, look at the weights, but you never start lifting the weights. Nothing ever happens. Exactly. And that's it. And as a young person, you got to obey the word of God. Whatever you hear. And, and the reason you have to go to church Sunday mornings at night, because you're going to hear the word. Mm-hmm. And most people don't get in the word. Mm-hmm. It's hard getting in the word, you know? Yeah. So and I know a lot of young people, they, they say, well, I just, I won't, I, they pray for more faith. But faith, you can't pray, no. pray for faith. And, and, and the same thing with money. Faith and money doesn't come by prayer. Mm-hmm. You have to do something to move God. And God said, "Faith moves me." You know, so yeah, and faith, faith coming by hearing and, and hearing, hearing the and word hearing of God. And yeah, exactly. so. and keeping your eyes on Jesus. This is Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know one thing. Uh, I, I just kind of my background. I've been with Pastor Jesse's known me since I was, I mean, probably like eleven years old. I'm, I'm 22 now, but I've, we've been together a long time. And one of the things that I, he taught me young was keep your eyes on Jesus. Well, I think the first thing you ever taught me was when your faith was little, you'll be ruled over much. But I know one of the main things was keep your eyes on Jesus. Uh, it doesn't matter what man's doing, but if you have your eyes on Jesus, you'll never, never get off. Amen. Never That's get it. off. Uh, and our, our, our last question, I guess, and this is a question we actually get a lot, is... Uh, you want to take that? Which one? This one or this one? Yeah, third one. Third the one. third one? Will, you talk a little bit about... Um, for the young adults, how the person, the Holy Spirit, is essential to the believer's life. Very essential. So the Holy Spirit, so, so we have a spirit that lives in us. And that spirit is the one that we feed with the Word of God so that our, our spirit man can grow. But, that's, but the anointing of the Holy Spirit, that's different, you know. So we have to have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So without the baptism in the Holy Spirit, we can't really do anything that God expects us to do. So even if he puts a race before you, if you don't have the Holy Spirit, you're not going to you're not going to be able to do it. So the the baptism of the Holy Spirit is essential. That's why he told the disciples, don't do nothing until I baptize. They were saved. They had, they had a spirit. He blew the spirit in them. So they were born again, you know, but they weren't full of the power and uh, of the Holy Spirit until it came upon them. And once that comes upon them, then it not only opens doors, but, but you are more bold to believe God, you know, and you can really go and do what God, and it, it's like, it's like you have your degree, like if you're going to school and, and, uh, you know, you're going to school, but, but you, you haven't got your diploma. Well, once you get your diploma, that's, that's the degree, you know. That's the Holy Ghost. It's, that's what He gives you. Don't you? Now you're, now you're bona fide, you know. Now you have it. Now, now that now you can go out and have, be bold, and now you can take the Word of God that's in you and put it to work, you know, because you can't do it without the Holy Spirit. So that's essential. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Uh, I guess a little bonus. We're just under time, but a little bonus thing is, uh, what would you say to somebody who? thinks the Holy Spirit is complicated that or thinks the word is complicated just it just overall complicated yeah well, it, it actually the word of God is simple and we, you know you heard the the, the the phrase keep it simple but God is God is not hard God is simple and we tend to make it hard you know we tend to try to figure out see our brain is, is the one that makes it hard because our brain has been taught to question things and to make it hard 
But their spirit is simple like a baby. He said, if you come to me like a little baby, then I would give it to you, anything. Little babies can receive easy because they believe everything you tell them. The, the, as you grow, especially teenagers, they, they stop believing their parents because they're hearing too many things from the, the Internet and from the, uh, from the television and from their friends to where they question everything, you know. And and so you know we 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 gotta become like little babies you know and understand very simple. That's why I like to teach simple and I like to break it down, break it down, because it's not hard, you know. But sometimes when when whoever's if the preacher makes it hard, they you, your brain gets it hard and you think that there's something you have to do, but there's nothing you have to do. All you gotta do is believe. Yeah. The simple the simplicity of believing, just believe what I tell you and that's it. Yeah, Faith. that's awesome. Jesse, he is a wonderful teacher. If you don't go to the Power of Love Church, uh, if you're an out-of-town listener, we encourage you to go on YouTube, the Power of Love Church. Pastor Jesse teaches every Wednesday night. He has wonderful, awesome, life-changing Bible studies, and um, they're on Wednesday nights, so you can tune in live. And we thank you so much for joining us today. I know this will be a blessing to many young adults. Awesome, awesome, yeah. But uh, hey, young adults, have a good Monday. See you later. Bye. Bye.